0: Oh, I forgot to open my... <laughs> you don't even have anything to record. This episode is brought to you by the generous patrons who supported us over at patreon.com slash inspiration point. So we want to give a big thank you to our patrons, Kate, Prostaskius, Leroy, Josh, Tiana, Falangor, Spike, Chris, Konohamaru, Buyag, Starry, Logan, Punching Potato, and Jen Solo. Thank you again for helping us to put a little more inspiration out into the world. And now, on to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another thirsty episode of Inspiration Point. I'm Andrew.
1: I'm Adam. Oh, man, it's hot out here. And I needs me that wilder. Yeah, you know, uh, I know we're a little older, but thirsty is starting to take on a new connotation these days. I don't know if you know.
0: Yeah. You know, I didn't vote for that. And uh, <laughs> oh, you I didn't, didn't go to really, the meeting. I didn't go to the meeting. I didn't
1: get the memo. Well, If you don't uh, vote, you can't complain. <laughs> try. Me. You can absolutely complain. <laughs> it's your American oh, sure. Right. Um, yeah, rabble, 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 indeed. Um, how are you doing? Oh man, other than thirsty and hot, oh, you know,
0: sweaty. Well, may, maybe that, maybe that sums it up. Um, no, I'm good. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, let's see, have I watched anything interesting? Ooh, I'm, uh, I'm caught up on the um, the second half uh episodes of Better Call Saul that they've released. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're back now and they've run two more episodes and dude, that show, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I good.
1: I don't know how caught up I am because I, I don't watch it on the channel it like premieres on. I, I I just catch back seasons on Netflix, so I'm probably like a season behind, I guess. Oh my god. And man. uh it and I actually just finished that um and it's it's wonderful i i really enjoy better call saul um of course we we've both sung the praises of breaking bad many times uh though gran torino is kind of like yeah it's fine it's enjoyable it's fine um that that was el camino oh yeah what did i say gran torino that's the Clint Eastwood Eastwood movie (laughs) (laughs) and it was it was a car right um, I, I was like, <laughs> I'm
0: not quite sure what yeah, that has to do
1: with. Right. Um, yeah. I like that.
0: They wrap things up for Jesse, though, like those sure. and Aaron Paul really just like he lived in that character. Oh,
1: he for absolutely a while. Yeah. I mean, he deserved all of the things, um, all the things. Also, a great character on Bojack Horseman, <laughs> which really? I, I still don't think you've watched yet. Um no. I I haven't. Yeah, he's got uh, kind of a big part on it. Um so Wow. And Alison Bree as well, who I've always been a, a big fan of since uh, seeing her on community. So um I right love her stuff. I enjoyed Glow very much. Um and I still need to uh I still need
0: to finish that. I think I I got a ways into season two. And was really enjoying it. I just, you know, stuff came up. Stuff came up. That's fine. Yeah. Adult, adult life. Be busy. Um, ooh, do another good movie that I watched recently on uh, on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it, but the uh, the Sea Beast. Oh
1: Have you my! That? Uh, my uh, kids were watching it yesterday. I think it's like piratey cartoon thing. It is spectacular. It, it looked and like um. How to train your
0: dragon kind of it. The art style has some of those vibes, but they wind up doing some things that I didn't quite expect. And they did it. They did it very, very
1: well. Um, Okay, but is it like Klaus good? mm, mm, I mean, that's that's a high bar. It's a really high bar. I mean, I wouldn't watch this for Christmas. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, <laughs> is this change your life good? Or is it just like, yeah, no, this, is, I, this is great to throw in for the kids. No, I would say it's better than that. Oh, OK. OK. I will. But I,
0: I don't know if it's like, you know, you you will you will dream about this movie. It's so good either. But they I just think they made some really interesting and um and maybe more mature uh, direction choices and they I feel like they kind of uh, try to tackle some some issues that you know w- would probably have been easier to just avoid. Not. Yeah. yeah, and um, I thought I thought it was a cool take on things. and it's like there are some parts of it that for a kids' movie actually gets kind of dark um which i i appreciated like it wasn't like scar your kids dark but like wow like okay some of these characters are pretty freaking serious um okay i i had a good time watching it i i thought they did a a really good job
1: oh nice well yeah i'm glad, glad to hear about that um well i've been basically back to work uh we we're without students at the moment but uh We're, we're, we're doing our, what we call in service. And then we're Mm going to have the kids back on Friday. And then you're, you're doing your school related session prep. Yeah. So we, and what's funny, we, as a school, we basically do a session zero, um, you know, because we, 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 our first day is actually like on that Friday and it's like shorter. So we just go hey this is your class you know sign up for all the things log into all the things meet your teachers yeah. here's the syllabus okay uh, yep. next week we'll actually start <laughs> N-
0: nobody nobody gets homework on the first day
1: oh well i wouldn't say that like i mean i they not i probably wouldn't assign any but uh some of our teachers are uh ambitious let's say uh, uh, driven individuals. I actually work with a, a group of uh, really talented educators. I think, and so I, I, nice. I, I, I wouldn't really disparage them. They yeah. just in case they listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, I am sure <laughs> a couple of them have listened once to appease me, and that's about it. But uh, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I, I, I do enjoy very much working there, and um, and the people I work with are are just great. So
0: it, well, it sounds like um like you do a whole lot for that school too, so I do I'm yeah sure there's a lot of back and forth there
1: well like any you know I, I hear about so many people that are so unhappy with their jobs you know mm-hmm. and and a lot of it has to do with you know economic conditions of course like people are are underpaid heck, I'm underpaid, right sure. and it it's just that's kind of par for the course but Further than that, like, people are not happy with their boss. They're not happy with their coworkers. They're not happy with their hours. Things are inconsistent. Yeah. Um, you know, they're treated poorly. They're, you know, the building sucks. Whatever, you know. There are a lot of things I can make a job and, miserable. You know, so I could be paid a lot worse. I've gotten good raises and bonuses over the years, which have stabilized me to a place where, you know, I'm pretty happy. And, uh, right you know, on, but even more importantly is, you know, I've got my own classroom. Sometimes I have two, right? And I get most of the stuff I ask for. I got some brand new tablets and, uh, uh pens for, uh, nice. for digital painting that were waiting for me. Uh, which was really great because, you know, those pens, man, they're expensive, but they kind of break easy. Uh, mm. particularly when handled by teenagers, you know, so
0: especially untrained teenagers. Right.
1: Well, I mean, they, they all care at different levels. Right. So, right. And some of them just get so excited. Right. And, and, and you gotta, that's true. And, and I don't really begrudge them that. And I don't want to like talk crap about teenagers because they have a heart too. Um, but you know, we, we, uh, as we get older, we tend to treat our stuff a little better. I think, um, well, especially when you've got a freaking it. Correct, yeah. When you're the one shelling out it's it's a little bit different, you know. So Yeah. But I you know, my I get along with my boss great. Everyone that I work with is is really cool and I you know, I will have a list of things I need to get done and I'll like really procrastinate hard because I'll be passing in the hallway and I'll just start chatting up one of them and <laughs> you know, we'll just we'll just lose half an hour, right? And, uh, it's really a lot of fun to do that. So, right on. Yeah, feeling, feeling really positive. Um, yeah, uh, uh other than that, as far as like shows and movies, you know, it's yeah, not, nothing too new. Um, it, even games, Ooh. um, I've been, uh, I played three games of uh, Teamfight Tactics before we got on, and I and I bombed all three. It was a it was a dis- good for you. It was a disaster. Um, you know, race to the bottom. AP. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> you know, you got you got.
0: If anything, what you can take away from that is there's only one way to go from here.
1: That's that's right. Yeah. So you I. Know. I might have been a little distracted. I I might have been watching YouTube on the other screen. You know, maybe I had it coming a little bit. So, uh, well, you've had enough. You've had enough good matches
0: where. Uh, oh yeah, I'm I'm you know I'm sure I'm sure you were too. I I played some cool games. Yeah, first I got into kind of the the, the sort of closed or invite only beta test for this for this game called. Death Grip, um, which you can actually find over on itch.io. Um, they have a demo over there, and you can also find. I think they're um, uh, they have a page for it over on Steam, and you can like sign up to like put your name in to be in the beta test, and yeah, okay. But picked, what is it? <laughs> like, so what like, is this? It's basically a modernized version of uh episode one racer. Did you ever play that on 64?
1: You mean the, based the, on the, Phantom Menace? The Star Wars the, Episode like, One Pod Racing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was freaking
0: awesome. So they're basically making a new modern pod racing game. No. Oh. Except it's it's not the star wars license well yeah but you've got a tiny little cart that's attached to some big old freaking engines and you're just ripping around all these cool
1: race tracks so you, you'd like yourself a racing game i the last one you were talking about was that hot wheels game um, yeah it was super fun uh, yeah you, arcade racing fun simulation racing An- yeah. and you like to go fast um andrew like to go fast engine go burr is that is that gonna be your midlife crisis is like the harley davidson or the 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 corvette my my wife won't let me get a motorcycle (laughs) she's like
0: you'll die which i mean probably
1: (laughs) um they are quite dangerous but man, not, not going to lie. With these guys prices, one. though, like it's
0: not right? the worst, you know, <laughs> the the prices are enough to kill you, too. So, yeah. Um. So I played that and I played an extremely cathartic game called Power Wash Simulator. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that on uh, Steam. It's freaking great. Like <laughs> if you want. Something that is just, you can zen out, you can chill, listen to this podcast, and just have the satisfaction of doing a really nice job. You, you find something that's all gunked up, and by the time you're done, it's sparkling and beautiful, and you get to blast it with all kinds of different cool power washers. It's so fun. <laughs> and if you look on if you look on Steam, the game has like fifteen thousand reviews and a rating of overwhelmingly positive. Oh yeah, like, yeah. it's freaking
1: Steam often like rewards games that are just are what they are, right? Yeah, where they're like they're not trying to trying to be something. They're just like, yeah, this is a you know. You fire a hose at things. This is you pretend to be a goat, you know, like, yeah, these are not really complicated. Plus, uh, in our, in our discord, I've been seeing a lot of people talk about stray and have been talking about oh, how much they've been yes. enjoying that where you pretend to be a cat and you, cause we don't and, know anybody who likes cats. <laughs> I know. So like, like if you're a cat person, um, you are going to be in good company with the people that we've attracted so far, I I myself have oh, for sure. ha, have been somewhat converted. I I still love dogs. I you know dogs are you know I love corgis especially, but uh, nothing wrong with dogs. But they are a third just of the a cost.
0: Different <laughs> kind. They're just also a different kind Correct, of yeah. animal. Like they they are dogs don't don't form the same kind of relationship with you that cats do like a dog will happily recognize that they're subservient yes they will cats are like i'm your
1: equal i'm a human right or you're a cat yeah whatever
0: (laughs) yeah like we're on the same level no we're not cat dude your cat is so
1: funny like he would just get up in front of the tv (laughs) he just like He doesn't just sit in front of the TV while you're watching it, but he like makes eye contact with you, like (laughs) like what are you gonna what are you gonna do about it, right? Right. And then your cat get down. He won't. Your cat's got to weigh like eighty pounds. It's some giant freaking thing. He's Um, a big boy. You know.
0: He is. He is. You have like real life Garfield. (laughs) I don't know Garfield. I think is maybe a little (laughs) more. I mean, I have for a hard a time imagining that uh, Garfield could be as spry as my cat because that little bugger is still freaking quick. But yeah. Also, I've I I am not a hundred percent clear on my cat's uh, like or dislike for lasagna.
1: Oh yes. Um. So, in uh, other than uh, sort of that kind of media, of course I have had a little bit of D in the last few days and yeah. so on on friday i was in a situation as a player where uh i was in a pretty tight spot um you know it's my favorite part of Oh brother where are yeah hey we're in a Damn. tight spot
0: we're in a tight spot
1: i'm a dapper dan man um <laughs> i'm a
0: dapper dan man
1: i don't need none of that fop no sir <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, I love, so uh, I love the Cohen brothers. You know, they're just the best. Um, uh, anyway, so we were, we were in like, you are gonna be TPK'd, like that kind of situation. Uh, mm-hmm. it was a classic, you know, my character is multi classed into Paladin. Um, so I'm a Bard Paladin. So like literally just like the most outgoing thing you can imagine. And, oh, sure. And we were assaulting the fortress of this devil. And so I mean uh, I went full, kick the door in, make the speech, and then fight. And then we just absolutely got trashed.
0: <laughs> so
1: dare I ask? What did you learn? Oh man. Um I I relearned something I already really know well. Um What's that? Know your enemy. <laughs> Ah, if you, Sun Tzu says that if you know, uh, yourself and not your enemy, you got a 50% chance. So Mm. if, um, you know, I didn't know what I was, I only vaguely knew what I was dealing with. But the other thing was, Mm. is we had like an hour left in the session by the time we got there. And so I got the sense that maybe everyone, including the GM would appreciate it if we, you know, instigated a little bit. So, went ahead was and put on that my, the case well I, I I had a good time. Uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> even even though I was losing right like we we did end up getting overwhelmed in terms of of numbers. Uh, the 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 smaller minions were actually incredibly obnoxious um, and very frustrating to deal with. Uh, mm. we, we couldn't even get to the main guy um, and then our fighter died from a vorpal weapon and that was very frustrating brutal that was very brutal so th- once he went down cuz like we were in a tenuous place uh but i was like keeping on the heels and and the buffs and stuff and yeah. um but when he went down that was just like well the we we've seriously tipped the scales because that dude will output like 60 damage around right oh <sighs> Cause he, he's, Jeez. he's doing a classic, you know, half work, great weapon master champion, right? He, 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 he's crit fishing knows his lane and he sticks, <laughs> he in sticks it. in that lane. Right. And he's got great armor class, a ton of hit points, you know, I think he's he, sitting he's at like 22 AC or something, you know? Wow. So, I mean, he's doing his job, right? But that I love me a good fighter. But Vorpal weapons are so dumb because you like, oh, did you roll a 20? He dies. That's it. And well, I mean, if he has a head. Yeah. If he. Yeah. Well, you know, and then the other complication is that, you know, the raised dead spell says if you the creature requires a head to live, Um. Mm, you know, there's that. <laughs> but hey, so, you
0: got there's always true resurrection. So if you can lay your hands on a 25 grand diamond, you know, you're in like flim, baby.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Not, not, not exactly. Scrooge McDuckin around. We, we we maybe weren't quite prepared for that. Uh, But anyway, in the last session, I was like trying to think of stuff to say plans like, okay, how can I kind of turn the situation into, you know, something weird to get out of it. And uh, luckily, do a dumb thing. Well, we did a dumb thing, and that's what got us in trouble. (laughs) Ah, but interesting. So then, I just had my my character has a plus fifteen on deception. Um, so that that ended up coming in handy. But the GM had, uh, you know, had the bad guy called for the surrender. So I was relieved because I didn't even have to try to ask for one. You know, so that that so we basically ended up doing Dragon Age Origins where you get captured and then you pick somebody to come save you. So I actually ended up casting banish on one of my own party members um, uh-huh. and I made it look like it was the cause of a um, using a magic item instead of me casting banish. So the the bad guy wasn't sure what had happened and I was like, well, we better go off, you know. Uh, we've been captured fair and square off we go, you know, because I'm trying to get out of the room before a minute ends. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that then because the person I banished was the rogue. <laughs> and if you hold out for that minute, they're just freaking gone. So the plan was get captured. Hope the rogue likes me enough to come break us all out and then uh, carry us on to safety. So where so far it's going well. We're not out of the woods yet, but that was that was pretty good. Nice. And then yesterday, well, I'm, I'm glad you guys didn't just get nuked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I thought, well, maybe that's it, you know, which, you know, it feels bad because you get really emotionally attached to these guys, these characters, and, and the, the party members that you work with. I mean, uh, my character's in a relationship with another character. And, uh, we're, we're very emotionally invested in them. And so. Mm. So, you know, but you you understand when you when you play a game like this, that, hey, death is around the corner. That's that's part of what you sign part up of for the game. That's part of the game, yep. you know, and you just got to you got to be able to roll with that. You know, that's you, you, that yep. that might be part of the social contract that you sign. Um, so uh, yesterday um, I ran a game and uh, yes, you did. We went we went pretty hard into the role play things. I think I made a, a big error, but overall, I think everybody had a really at least engaging time. I think they had fun. At least a couple of them did. <laughs> I I'm pretty sure that that we did. Yeah. Well, you, you could tell me what you think about it. Um, um, I I
0: I know what mistake you made, and that was giving us that that mini
1: game. Up front, yeah. Instead of the end, yeah. And that's what yeah. I. That's what I should have done. So, um, I had been relating the NPCs and characters, and the player characters, and everything else to the archetypes and the tarot, right? The major arcana. And so mm-hmm. I had set up this this board where um, every every the players were putting all the characters they knew in the slot that they thought that they best belonged. Right? This character best represents this. And in, in my mind, it was very clear. And I had also said something to the effect of, well, you know, you can still go talk to th- these people um, if you want to, if you're not sure. And I, and I kind of dropped that hint several times, but it's like everybody was determined to get it on the first try, right? The, and-
0: <laughs> well, the, the instant you put cards and a grid uh, upon which we can place said cards, It becomes a tactile puzzle. Oh, people love that. And then I go, yeah, yeah, we'll go talk to him. That's going to happen. But I'm (laughs) going to play with this toy that you stuck in (laughs) front of me. exactly. Like, ooh, shiny. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
1: you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I was very, um, overall, I was happy because I felt like it felt really good to have everybody engaging With these characters and to have a shared memory and maybe even a different view as well um, on who they were and what they represented. And some of the characters um, you guys hadn't interacted with in like over a year in real time. Right. And and yet you guys were recalling all this information. And that for me was so uh, vindicated. It was very gratifying have everyone go oh i know who that is or hey is that so and so because in a lot of cases i was using updated art yeah um and so you guys were kind of figuring that out and and it was fun to go down that memory lane of this long running campaign with everybody and i was like you know if there's if there's one thing i think i'm pretty decent at as a gm it's presenting npcs i think People generally like slash remember the characters I put forward, even if I, you know, accent drop and stumble over words. And,
0: oh, I, I think, I think I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, there, there are certainly, you know, maybe a few NPCs that I vehemently dislike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's also successful. So yeah, right. So um, yeah, I I think you handle NPCs very well.
1: Good. I mean, it's the the acting aspect of the game is definitely a, a part of it that I very much enjoy, and I and I like to get into. So yeah, I, I enjoyed the session. There was basically no combat. I think there were only like four die rolls made the whole time, and they were all like persuasion checks. Um,
0: I thought I thought it was actually very interesting that at least one of the players at the end was so glad that there wasn't any combat like yeah
1: he was like i can't take anymore
0: (laughs) i had never i i'm always the one that that says that crap and i i never i never hear anyone
1: else say it it was weird i think you could be (laughs) happy playing with noah for a long 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 time um he is a he's a fun dude to play with yeah yeah he's a he's a really good guy um so what the way I presented my my game yesterday is was as sort of a visual novel, so I this took way too much prep time, but I I ended up feeling like it was kind of worth it. Um, would you do it again? Yeah, and I and I have done it before, and I would definitely do it again. Um, mm-hmm. And that that is kind of the acid test, isn't it? You know, is mm-hmm. you know, my I, will I go through that again? So part of, you feel like the payoff is there. I did. I definitely felt like the payoff was there. There's something about having those visual aids that really help everyone stay engaged and focused, especially if you're doing a voice through them. And it helps me to look at those faces as I do those voices. And it's more effective, um, than having just the token portrait. So to, to kind of illustrate it for people, um, you know, we're using roll 20, And so I just set up a map that so on the map layer, there's just the flat picture. Right. And then on the GM layer, I've got, you know, all of these um, essentially cutouts of characters, you know, kind of from mid thigh or waist up. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was kind of funny looking because, you know, they're all just concept art I found. And um, so they're like, (laughs) <laughs> you know the, the the art styles are not consistent with each other. <laughs> um, That's true. The, the lighting makes like no sense, right? Um, but it was it was still fun, and um, so I put like all the players on uh, all the PCs on one side of the screen. You know, kind of taking that left third, and I would put what whoever they were talking to, the NPC, on the right side. Mm-hmm. And of course, in this case, they're much larger than than the token, right? And you can see. More of them, you can get, you know, some body language, pose, a, right. a lot of impression is given in that short snippet. And I've been doing this a little bit as well in um, Wrath of the Scorn, my my patron game on Fridays. And, and I was like, hey, do you guys di- like that? Do you dig that? And they're like, oh, yeah, we really like it. We really, we really like that, and of course, my pictures there are like, here is Hephaestus, here is, you know, Athena, right? So it's right. They're a little bit. I think they also get a tickle out of seeing what the, um, what my interpretation of these well-known characters is going to be. Yeah, because that's of them always are, a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Especially with Greek mythology, like you've got. You've got some very well-known, iconic personifications of those characters. Like, um like, uh, was it James Woods doing yeah. Hades? <laughs> like, and
1: that was so successful, too. I mean, oh, at least it totally was just that the characterization. Easy
0: Hollywood, you know, type.
1: Yeah, it was really the, the Hades and Meg show and then, a, yeah. a, oh, and uh, and Phil. And then you're like, oh, totally. oh yeah, it's got, it's about Hercules. Right? <laughs> um, well,
0: you know, y- you look at The Witcher, you know, Geralt is the straight man for everyone else to bounce off of. Right. That's
1: essentially what Hercules wound up being in that movie. I would love it you know? if The Witcher 4 was a musical. And, you know, oh, my God. And, you know, Geralt's just like singing this happy you know, a uh, ballad on his way to the next adventure. You know, I will go the distance. Um, just totally breaks character and dances around. The horse is suddenly like made of two guys with sticks, you know, oh, <laughs> I, so. I, I
0: just I, wonder how Dandelion <laughs> reacts to that. He's like, you are just awful.
1: I, I feel like just awful. I feel like the, the meta commentary would be like that. Well, not meta commentary, but like the, the Easter egg, I guess, would be that that Dandelion is uh directed the entire production and we're we're experiencing the entire game through his vision, which is why Dandelion never does anything stupid and never gets captured and beats up 20 oh, ninjas there y- you know is. stuff like that i think man that was-
0: <laughs> i don't remember him being quite this proficient no he totally was he's always been this good <laughs> <Then> <laughs>
1: remember, lines like, like you're looking at your dialogue choices it's like wow dandelion you're amazing wow dandelion i could never have done that wow dandelion have my children Right, <laughs> and that's it. That's all. <laughs> Even Carol
0: this... like breaks the fourth wall and goes, "He's like, I, I I, I feel like, I feel like this is not indicative of the actual options I would have in this situation." <laughs> Director, what's my motivation? <laughs> Shut up and do what I tell you to do. You hear from like off screen. <laughs>
1: Now I want this to be an RPG. Like whether it's Witcher <laughs> or something else, just No, now it has to be Witcher.
0: <laughs> he just he just deadpans into the screen. I hate this so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. The game the the game last night was awesome. Our is that our topic for tonight.
1: It really wasn't. Um it's okay. just that we've gone that far and i felt like it was kind of worth mentioning so i guess it is it is so, so what i had planned to do was to go over fatem actually um and to Ooh. and to have you do a character do you want to do that or do we want to talk more about npcs because we could let's, dovetail it or we could just let's let's do fatem that sounds okay, great
0: i was there when you bought it that the box yeah like opens up into a bunch of like cool swivelly little compartments and that's all i really needed to
1: to make to make my brain go burr yeah absolutely um, so um yeah it's a beautiful box the game is called fatum actually it's not even like a game it's more of a of a tool right and sure. uh, that's f a t u m and the the box set i got is part of dark myths uh fatem was a uh kickstarter project um that was designed by and i'm looking at my little booklet here esther Sands and jorge perez so uh looks like they did the design and art together and i feel like esther is a name
0: you don't hear much now
1: yeah it's really not it's really not um
0: that's a, that, very cool
1: yeah so I like your name esther Absolutely. So maybe we'll try to have them on or something at some point. That'd be great. Um, Woo. Yes. So anyway, I went to games of Berkeley with you and we were checking out the place and I I loved Wow! Uh, what a store. Uh, loved uh window shopping there. It was really a ton of fun. A um, lot, lot better choices than the stuff I have near me for sure. Um,
0: it, it is a. uh it is an incredibly well-managed, well-maintained, and well-stocked store. Um, you, you when we definitely were in tell there, they
1: have their heads on, you know, they're, they're screwed on tight, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, for, shoot, just for the painting stuff, most stores I've gone to tend to, I mean, you, you pretty much always have the Games Workshop paints, and sometimes you'll get some Army Painter in there, but these guys had all of those, and like the, Full lines of both as well as Vallejo as well as P3 as well as Green Stuff
1: um, you know there's, like, so there's like two kinds of game store owner right like yeah like you go in and either they're like hey can I help you Hey, can I help you you know what can I do like let me tell you all the things I'm so excited I love this job I love you right so we, I would compare them to like Doug from Up right so oh, totally <laughs> everybody likes Doug and then there's the other side which is look like listen dude I uh I just want to play magic all day I don't actually want to run a business but I guess I need something that will allow me to buy more magic cards and weed so (laughs) here I am I mean nothing against people who like magic cards and weed yeah not at all but it's like they're just (laughs) not at all happy to see you and you're they're just like like, one time, I was trying to, like, make a purchase at one of these places, and I'm like, hey, how much are those binders? And he's like, I don't know. It's like 20, 50. I don't know. I'm like, well, can we get one down? And he's like, oh, uh, over, the one all the way, though, over there? I'm like, yeah.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: <laughs> Come on, he's man. Like, he's like, uh, like, yeah, all right.
0: <laughs> if I could flip
1: this entire big glass case counter I would. It's just like you don't want to make money. Like that's, it's not your concern. Um, all
0: right. Uh, uh, PSA for all <laughs> the game store employees out there who are listening to this and who are open to advice from two strangers: be nice to the people who come into your store and want to give you their money for the things that you have that you are selling. And uh, when they ask you for help, maybe give the help and don't seem aggrieved whilst doing so.
1: Yeah, what we call uh, customer relationships, right? Yes, and so that—that's a really important part of it. Anyway, we had a good. They time. do call it. <laughs> Let's talk about Fatum. F- F- yeah. <laughs> so I mean, friendly local game store. Yes. Don't take the F out. It's important. So, one thing I really like about Fatum, and I already mentioned tarot tonight, is that this tool has a very tarot feel to it. Uh, I I find the tarot and that style of just art and, like, card design to be really aesthetically pleasing and interesting.
0: Well, that's entirely its goal.
1: I mean, it
0: that is... by design. It is eye-catching and pretty.
1: It is very interesting. The other intent, though, of tarot cards classically is to provide symbols and imagery based Mm -hmm. on really a a, a wide collection of different cultures and their views on magic. And Mm -hmm. so, like, numbers and colors and symbols and even hand positions and um facial expressions like all of these things have various types of of meanings in terms of like you know elements or roles in a family or uh, seasons or fortune or misfortune so Mm. of course it's well known that people use uh tarot to um do fortune telling and i think that that you know, I, I see a lot of people split, you know, some people think it's legit and think that there's actual magic there. I am not one of those people. Um, mm-hmm. I find it as to be a useful storytelling tool. And uh, right. but, uh, though I, I'm not trying to disparage anyone who likes them um, for the other reason, it's just that's just not me. So um, anyway, this this tool, Fatum comes with this uh cloth that you put down and it's it's got like the card um template for you and then some cool sort of dais looking um sort of drawing some circle stuff it's pretty Mm -hmm. okay oh yeah And, and then the cards themselves are again they're they're made by like just these these two designers so They really have like that central vision and that unity between them. Um, Yeah. And they're just really clean. They have a nice feel to them. And it's uh, overall just that's the kind of the first impression there. But the main purpose of it is to help you create a character. And super fun. So it's got uh, five different cards, it has uh, sort of uh, personality cards. Uh, backgrounds um let me see it's got bonds and uh was it locations and events okay Mm. so um what we're gonna do is go in order and we're just gonna make a person okay so the the let's make a person together let's let's make a character so i don't know if you want to write it down (laughs) You can if you if you think you could just keep it all in your noggin, awesome. You know, but let's see if we can review them kind of after and and flesh it out because it's in a way it's a lot like what you do with uh, settlements and with uh, with dangerous destinations, right? It's just instead of rolling on tables, we're drawing cards. So, all right, first stack of cards. I have a pen and some paper, and I would do
0: my best to write quickly.
1: Okay, so the first card we're going to draw is for character. So we're going to look at our personality. And when I draw it, I get Resolute. Mm. And it has a little quote, and it says, Do you think we're trapped? Wait, listen. Do you hear how the water flows under the the uh, our feet? There must be a way out. So there's some hope Undaunted. there. Yeah. yeah. There's uh,
0: always a way.
1: Yeah, so Resolute. That is the main personality of this character cool all right so next we're gonna look at origin okay all right so again just drawing my card here um we are gonna go with street you come Uh, from a street perhaps streets it's perhaps it's the streets perhaps um, you live in a house uh, on a particularly busy or eventful street. Maybe it's Sesame Street. <laughs> you know, I don't know.
0: Oh, we used to dream of living in a corridor.
1: <laughs> oh, Had to man. live in a
0: shoebox in the middle of the road. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so- by the by, if any of you have not seen the old Monty Python bit, the four Yorkshire men go on YouTube and watch it.
1: It's hilarious. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. Okay. Um, next is your background. And this is gonna say a lot about your character right here, okay? All so right. So you can kind of think of backgrounds as kind of how they are in fifth edition. Okay. All right. Oh, very interesting. You mm. are a fugitive. It wasn't
0: Uh, me. It was the one-armed man.
1: By the way, it's worth noting that many of these cards, not all, but many of them have uh, a reverse side. So in the tarot, there's usually an inverted. It's Mm -hmm. not exactly like that here. It's like every card has like two possibilities. So if you draw it one way, you get fugitive. If I had drawn it upside down, we would have gotten bounty hunter. Oh, Either way, it's really cool. Uh, I also mixed in some of the various expansion sets in here, um, so that one has like a very sort of sci-fi look. Um, mm. uh, but you know, you you can no matter what you're you're doing in terms of your your setting, uh, there's no reason you can't have a medieval fugitive or bounty hunter and or a street. Right? Absolutely. But this also works great for cyberpunk and sci-fi and whatever the heck you want to do. Okay. It is
0: the year 3025 and there are no more streets. <laughs> 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 there, just, there just aren't streets. We're so advanced. There aren't streets anymore. There's no pathways or roads of any kind. I like this just, uh,
1: announcer. That's just. <laughs> in a time i would love for the trailer guy to just do a trailer like that <laughs> it would just like for like an andy sandberg movie or something you know it was just oh my god okay
0: oh no no more street like, do i
1: have to watch one more trailer that starts out with that high piano key you know Bong. i'm like okay <laughs> like it's, it's not dramatic anymore. Stop oh it. Oh my god. Um
0: bring back the inception bong.
1: Those yeah. are also annoying. Um you shut your mouth. <laughs> <there's> no-, <laughs> just no. All right, what's next? I don't care for Christopher Nolan. Anyway, um not as I don't know him as a person, just yeah, as a director. He's fine. So you have a couple of bonds. We're going to give your character a bond with two people. And so we're going Gold to draw bond. two cards. Savings bond. Okay. In the little James bond, it is not going to be James bond unless it is. Oh, oh no. Okay. So the first card I draw for you, for your, uh, for your bond is a spiritual advisor. Hmm. Now, much like the Hierophant card, um, a spiritual advisor could be a religious, you know, leader of some kind, or it mm-hmm. could be. What do you mean by spiritual? Right. This could be, you know, the bartender or the coffee shop owner. It could be. Oh sure. You know, um, some just sort your teacher, of someone mentorry character. Right, but the who who guides you in a way that provides some degree of like ritual or spiritual fulfillment? Right. Mm. So. But it could also be, you know, the, the paladin knight commander, you know, whatever. Sure. Okay. The next person we have a bond with is, oh, a benefactor. So some Ooh. someone who is giving us money for something. All right.
0: Coming up, <laughs> you know, started on the street, started from the bottom. Now we're here. You know what? Like, I'm so far, this, this, guy. this is
1: almost like the plot to uh, uh, Ant Man <laughs> in a way. Like, you are fugitive, kind of. You you've been, you have a wealthy benefactor. You know, yeah. you're gonna use the skills you learn on the street. You know, you're so, on the run. I guess the only thing that doesn't make sense is spiritual advisor so far, but that's okay. Okay, things are looking up. Yeah, things. So so far, this is pretty interesting. Pretty interesting famous last words, it's gonna
0: tank. I just freaking
1: well, know it. Just like your books, um, there are, you know, things that seem incoherent. Mm-hmm. And and we we need to treat those as opportunities, right? To do something yes. interesting. Yes, in fact, the the little booklet even says as much. Yep. So it's a booklet after my own heart. <laughs> it really is. It really mm-hmm. is. Okay. So next is Mark of the Past. Uh this is mm-hmm. something that happened in your character's um, well, past that you know really kind of had a lasting change on them, right? So, I'm thinking because he's a fugitive, this,
0: this, what this is, his, his name, it used to be his name was Mark in the past, but now it's not Mark anymore. He was Mark
1: of the past, but not anymore. Okay. Well, you got humiliation. Oh, no. So there was a big moment of humiliation that happened. This is another bond. No, this is your mark of the past.
0: Oh, mark of the past is a category.
1: Right. God. So the way I think about mark of the past is like we're still in the backstory, but it's like the it's like the pre inciting incident you know whereas the next card which is called the impetus is our inciting inc- uh, incident as we enter the campaign it's it is what our goal is or what 5th edition would say is like the bond okay? okay so mark of the past humiliation next is impetus okay and that and the card for you is you are cursed Or someone you know is cursed. A curse has occurred. We have got to probably break it. Um, Well, yeah. That's
0: mm, that's no bueno. Oh, maybe that's what the spiritual advisor is trying
1: to help you do. Yeah, maybe we go back mm. to him. That could be an interesting part of the story. Shut up, spiritual advisor. You don't know nothing. Gets cursed. Hey, bro. Uh... Hey!
0: <laughs> you know, I know I said all that all that stuff uh, before. Just kidding.
1: Um, so. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, the next this thing is... is some of the cards have markings on them that have you draw sort of follow up cards. Okay. Mm, okay. And what you do is you start with whether or not they have either a moon or a pentagram on them right now uh, with the spread we have for you, we don't have one of those at all. So we can skip that uh, step. The next is we look at a series of little diamond icons and we start with the smallest number. And the reason why we do that will, will become clear in a minute. So I'm looking at the different cards you have here and The humiliation card you got earlier has the question, why? And then a single purple diamond next to it. So, I'm picking up the deck with the purple backing, which is, again, these event cards. Something happens. So, why were you humiliated? That Mm -hmm. is the question. Okay? So... Not to be or not. To be or not to be. (laughs) Different question. That's a different question. Okay? So... Ooh, you were humiliated because of a suicide mission. What? Yeah, the, okay. either maybe you had to go on one or uh maybe you failed the mission entirely. Maybe you chickened out of going on it. Um oh. maybe you were a Patsy oh. and were just like you had no idea. Mm. Right? Man. Maybe. You know, whatever the reason is, again, your question, what, what? is kind of what? like, yeah, that's an opportunity to get creative, right? Yes. So mm. uh, let me see. Everything else has three diamonds on it. So. Oh, goodness. They're going to combine the red and the blue uh, decks together. So then we're going to combine those decks and we're going to shuffle them up. So now I've I've got a nice handful of cards here. So the reason why they start you out with smaller numbers is so you're not like taking cards out of your shuffling. You're just adding. Right. Mm. So that's their that's kind of their rationale. Interesting. Okay. So I'm just I'm not going to do like a super thorough uh, shuffle here. I'm just going to do something kind of simple. Okay. So let's go back to that humiliation card. Because the other prompting we have is by who? Who humiliated you? Mm. Or who maybe who did you humiliate? By whom? Maybe that is the curse that you received. Maybe you sent someone else on the suicide mission. And that mm. is much to your shame. And that is perhaps where your curse comes from. I don't or know.
0: Or maybe they didn't get suicided like I hoped they would. And they <laughs> made it. And they're like, hey, man, what's the deal? You trying to get me off?
1: Maybe it uh, m- maybe it turned out your boss was the Joker the whole time. So when the bomb was supposed to go off, instead, you heard like a kazoo and some confetti shot out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then he showed up and he went. ha!" Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You big dummy.
1: I can't do it. Um, Okay. So who did this humiliation? It was a pilot of some kind. A pilot. A pilot. Now this depicts a uh, a guy, you know, in a uh, flight suit. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's no reason it couldn't be a helmsman for a ship. Right, sure, or even even a carriage driver. Why not? Okay, Mm. so a pilot is the one. I got it. It's the freaking
0: getaway driver.
1: Ah, maybe ditched you. That's how they that you got humiliated.
0: Oh man! Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So there's always that new guy on the job. Like everybody's. Everybody knows everybody. You know, Al Pacino knows Robert De Niro knows all these, you know, they're all old school buddies. But there's always that one dude who, like, gets sick or can't make it to the job. So you need a last minute replacement. And it's always the new guy who nobody's quite sure about. Well, the guy from this suicide mission is the driver.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and it, it, it could.
0: The driver is the guy that our character, he's like, I'll vouch for this dude. He's super cool, I promise. Oh, he, yeah. he, I promise he won't humiliate us at all. And then he totally does. And <laughs> then he does. <laughs> Bam, it writes itself.
1: <laughs> it writes itself. Well, I mean, that's part of the hope with tools like this, right? Is that yeah. you know we we come up with things we wouldn't have come up with on our own, right? right. And they they get the wheels turning. Because I think Uh, when we just sit and, like, make up characters, usually we don't even realize them until, like, we've ran them a few times. Yeah. You know, they they kind of undergo a lot of changes, and and we really kind of find their voice later. Um, It
0: usually takes me, like, three or four sessions before I, I really kind of feel like I'm in a groove.
1: Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Our spiritual advisor. The question is asked. Who? So that's a reasonable question. That is a reasonable question. So who is our spiritual advisor? I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling. Oh, by the way, it's worth noting that when you have your cards mixed up like this, uh, they advise you to draw from the bottom instead of the top. So that way you don't see the card back that you're pulling Mm. from. Okay. So I'm going to pull a card here. And lay it down. And we drew a card called Bastard. <laughs> ah, how about that? And so, yeah, your yeah, spiritual vi- advisor is that some kind over of there. bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Like, so, I, so the picture I mean depicts a literal, like, like, definitely youthful, like, a younger boy. I and mean, he's wearing like a blindfold, right? And he's got this sort of drawn symbol of something that is sort of reminiscent of a crown, and he's carrying a, a flower in his hand. So it is. Mm-hmm. It, it would appear that by this they mean an illegitimate yes. child specifically, you know, like or someone, you know, that is is supposed to get a has like maybe just an unsure claim to a birthright so
0: what what i'm thinking is uh something along the lines of due to their illegitimate parentage Mm. they 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 leave
1: nobility for the church
0: they became they take up priesthood
1: yes that makes sense actually kind of a um uh becoming one of the masters in yes exactly Tyson fire right yeah that makes a ton of sense right we want we want to get any thought of you killing your brother out of your mind so this is your vocation now take a hike dude all right the the next one is who is that benefactor that you have ooh 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 indeed and we get ooh I like that sound. Ooh. That's so, a good sound. It when when you get these, they give you some legendary cards basically. Like they're like Whoa. the foiled Whoa. fancy, like rare one, right? Ooh. So I drew the legendary hero.
0: Holy mother of
1: crap. So <laughs> that's pretty wow. awesome. Your benefactor is a legendary hero. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's
0: man. Isn't that cool? Uh, That's pretty woo, cool. Th- that not what I expected. Man, I'm like picturing like like uh like this super like orange shiny card and stuff and I'm not even freaking there and I'm like
1: It I looks like it. kind of a classic sort of well not classic but like medieval art and yeah. like there's this sort of Greek looking hero, he's carrying a spear um and he has stabbed a dragon through the neck. Um, He has kind of like Mm. that halo circle behind his head. Um, He's wearing this like sort of blue steel armor. Um, Oh, man, that sounds rad. And he's got like some wings kind of coming out. And then there's like this golden field of a background. Um, It's very pretty. So this dude's doing all right. This guy is pretty great. He is that adventurer
0: who will actually die of old age. If he hasn't actually managed to attain immortality already.
1: Wouldn't that be a heck of a, of a backstory or like a first adventure is like your characters going along doing their thing with their like piece of crap, rusty sword, right? And their, their shield. That's two pieces of wood taped together. Right. And wayward vagabond. Hark unto me, and let me
0: show you the ways.
1: Yeah, you're 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 walking up to this guy. Maybe he's like dying, and he just he says like, "Well, I I can't take it with me. Here's all my stuff." Oh my God!
0: You know who this is? Is <laughs> Patches O'Hoolan from Touch
1: From Touch Ball? Oh my God! Patches <laughs> It writes, it's uh, cheapers,
0: mister. You patches of wool. cheapers. Oh my god! <laughs> if, oh my god. If yeah, I mean, the legendary hero wrench, doesn't you can have dodge to be
1: goblins, yeah, it doesn't have to be a you know, what do you mean by hero, right? It can be a lot of things. Um, okay, finally, the curse. Uh, This is another question. What what did the curse come from? Who did it come from? And the answer is, ooh, an arbitrator Mm -hmm. of law, a lawyer. You've been cursed by a lawyer.
0: Oh, no, (laughs) that's the worst kind of
1: curse. You know, it's interesting. Your character is a fugitive and they have been cursed by an arbitrator of the law. In other words, they're in deep crap. Maybe they have to um, maybe they have to do something for the powers that be in order to secure their freedom.
0: So so is this curse actually a curse or is it just actually like a freaking sentence? Guys like, oh, I'm freaking cursed. It's like, dude,
1: you you just like it's like Suicide Squad, right? They they put all the bombs in their necks. Like when you think about it, that's kind of like a curse.
0: Yeah, it's like forced community service. Yeah. <laughs> Put on the jumpsuit. Oh, this is my curse. It's my it's my burden. Ugh, I'm going to go stab all these rusty I lead others soda to a treasure a sharp I cannot stick.
1: possess. Oh, no. Okay.
0: Oh, man. Freaking, freaking lawyer. <laughs> what a bastard. Okay. Oh, he's so the other guy.
1: The, the, the next thing. Uh, at this point, we're done with the cards, um, but they give us a couple of more uh, little doodads in the box. Um, like doodads. One is this really pretty looking kind of bronze coin, and it's got a sun and a moon on the two different sides. And Makes what sense. what is it for? The the book says uh, it means what you need it to mean. So it's good for Uh answering like yes or no questions or good, bad, you know, blue or red. You just assign meaning to them. So Mm. if you have like, let's say you have a question about something here on the spread, like you could just say, "Okay, if
0: what time of day did the curse occur
1: is the legendary hero my benefactor because they died or is it because um, they are, you know, continuously giving me money and they're like my mentor. Right. And if you think both of those answers are interesting, you can flip the coin to, to see what you like. Okay. Right. So that would be one way of handling it. Cool. Um, Maybe the arbitrator of law, you might say, well, are they, um, you know, have I been falsely accused or are they, you know, doing the best that they can. Right. Like, what is that? Uh, mm. We can, we can kind of skip that for now. Unless you have um, like a direct question about something on your spread. Um, I'm, I'm interested about the nature of mm. the
0: suicide mission. Yes. Like, yes. like, did I, did I understand what it actually was?
1: Or not? Okay, like, so that's a really good question. Okay. Yeah. So let's say sun, you knew what it was, moon, you didn't. Right. Makes sense. All right. So I'll do a little flip. Sun, you knew what you were getting into. Okay. You knew what you were doing. Interesting.
0: That that doesn't make me feel any better whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that
0: seems worse, actually. <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly what what went through my head. I was like, "Oh, it's the sun. That's good." I I don't, in fact, think that that is very.
1: Oh no, that's that is not good. Uh, hmm. Okay, so Great. the next thing. Uh, that I want to go over that, that this kit has is a die. It's like a little D8. Actually, I say it's little. It's actually kind of big. Um, and it's sparkly, which is fun. And instead of having numbers on the different sides, it has symbols. And the symbols can kind of imply something, or you can just look in the little handy-dandy booklet that tells you what they mean. So uh, that's what I do until I can you know, memorize it. By the way, the little booklet that they provide, it's like real short. This took me like less than an hour to figure out. Right. So it was, this is a very approachable, easy tool. And um, it's also worth mentioning that a lot of the sort of add on cards, like answered questions, sometimes they have their own questions. The book doesn't direct you to answer those, but maybe you're curious and maybe you would like to keep drawing cards. To answer those questions, by all means, it doesn't say you can't do that. So I like that. But we're going to take this die and we're going to roll it on uh, your bond cards. Okay. Okay. And uh, well, basically, anytime we have like a character. So the spiritual advisor, we're going to look at what is their relationship currently to you. Okay. And so I'm going to roll, I'm going to roll the die and I got a lightning bolt. And the lightning bolt means hate hated. (laughs) Whoa. What? Oh, man. What? So you the the bond that you have with this uh, spiritual advisor is one of hatred. Uh, Now, that doesn't that doesn't mean that it's um, going both ways. It could just be one way. Um, And uh, but that's kind of up to your interpretation. Is uh, do you hate the spiritual advisor because he's bad or because your character has something to learn, you know, um, mm. considering how resolute your character is, that could mean that they're a little bit hard headed. Right? Uh, you're not my dad. Or it could be you're, that your spiritual advisor sent you on a, a suicide mission for, you know, the holy war. Because he's and, a bastard. Because he's a real bastard. <laughs> so there's also that. And then, and then now you hate him because, you know, maybe you got deprogrammed or something. Set up the
0: job. Hmm. Okay. I'm. All right. I'm starting to get some ideas here. I'm thinking that the spiritual advisor had he's a a bit of a shady dude. Like, I'm thinking, like, he, um, his public persona is that of a spiritual leader amongst the community, but he basically has some really strong mob ties. Mm. And growing up on the street, or, or maybe not growing up on the street, but having the, the street, which definitely does exist because we're in the past.
1: Um, <laughs> We don't have that uh, utopian future of no streets. That
0: that streetless <laughs> utopia. Um, <laughs> I love imagining that place now. Uh, <laughs> how do you get places? <laughs> You'll figure it out. Um, so our character knows this spiritual advisor from his time on the street and kind of started getting involved on the in the mob side of things. Like, at first, he's living on the street, kind of getting by, and this spiritual advisor, who's a bit shady, reaches out, sees somebody in a vulnerable position and goes, Hey, I can help you out. And for a while, it's great. Until he goes, Hey, kid, you know, I've done a lot for you. I really could uh, use some help. Yeah, I need a favor. Yeah. So he starts calling him favors, but the favors are things are to do things that are not necessarily legitimate, but Mm. you feel like you owe the guy. So, you know, it's an easy thing at first, and then it gets worse and worse and worse until you're completely in bed with this organization. And, then this guy basically sets up this, what amounts to a suicide mission that would be very profitable for him, but doesn't put him at risk. He's putting exp- it's the freaking expendables.
1: <laughs> they, yeah.
0: Yeah. You have a bunch of dudes who are going to go get a job done. They'll probably die, but that's fine. And it goes south. And yep. the way that it goes south makes our character look stupid.
1: Yeah, and furthermore, they get arrested, which is why they're a fugitive, right? Like, right. That can make a lot of sense. So once once they've gone to sort of the darkest place, you know, they get out maybe because of the benefactor, right? Um, but
0: but the bastard. doesn't bail them out he basically hangs them out to dry
1: right well yeah yes but what i'm saying is the benefactor the legendary hero right is the one that intervenes Right. right and then i was thinking like with the arbitrator of law what if this is like a plea deal right and your character has to like get the leaders of the mob in order to be forgiven for their crimes
0: Oh man! So now he has to like double agent. Oh no!
1: That's- so so his curse is a plea deal.
0: <laughs> oh, and he has to basically flip and go undercover against the mob. Oh no! That's a sticky situation.
1: Oh, their legend. Your legendary hero could be like a cop, basically. You know, like just someone who's.
0: Oh man, he's, he's, he's the dude who he was two weeks from retirement, but then actually made it to retirement.
1: You know, as, uh, as I was looking at you in the interrogation room, you know, saw a bit of myself. I saw a bit of myself. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> you um, reminded me a bit of me at your age.
0: You know, oh, maybe
1: man. I've got time for one last ride. Oh
0: man. It's pretty great that this is not cliche at all. I'm sure no one has
1: ever said this before, nor will ever say it again. And low-key, I'm also using you in order to repair my relationship with my daughter. But halfway through this adventure, I'll actually decide that I really like you after all. And our bond is really more important to me. But that's later. That <laughs> <laughs> was very
0: well thought out, sir. I, I, I mean yes i kind of understand i feel a little used but i I guess i get it but
1: this is better than prison so i guess i'll just have to suck it up man life is difficult yeah so we we could if you want to we could roll dice for all the other relationships although i think we have a pretty good idea now um man that sure Okay, legendary oh perfect legendary hero we got the heart. Um, the heart says loved. we are loved by the hero or perhaps we love them or perhaps it's going both ways. Mm, mm. interesting that we got love and hate only. yeah, right? like that for those two bonds, you know man I mean there's only eight choices but still you know it's <laughs> it's pretty interesting.
0: That is interesting. And those have in uh, are those like uh, do those have an upside down alternate version on them? Like out of those eight cards, are there actually not sixteen things? Oh not, no, 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 you're you're right. A it's die. a die, and it's referencing yeah. a book. Okay, correct.
1: That's right. Correct. Yeah. So uh, the pilot that um, humiliated you.
0: Oh, that bastard
1: oh wait no. your Bastard's relationship with guys. him is indifferent <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, it was just a n- job
0: <laughs> may- maybe maybe it was my bad you know he was that could be I, a, I mean, maybe
1: your character just blames himself right he, he
0: was he was an uber driver i got one time and he was like really good and i thought eh, it's just driving you know so you
1: know, you drive over here, you drive over there. It's all driving. So, but you know, he he dropped coffee on the uh, on the floor, and you know he was cleaning it up. And it took him five extra minutes to get over. And by that time, boom, I was arrested.
0: Uh, you know, not <laughs> it not his fault. It he, happens. How could he have known?
1: But I mean, I, did I give him, him four stars. You was, know, <laughs> yeah. And I he needs do that fifth. I, I, I just do the five.
0: I, you have to set limits for yourself, you know, just if, if you give him five, he'll never learn.
1: Okay. Uh, finally, uh, our relationship with the arbitrator of law, our, our freaking lawyer strangers. You don't know them at all. And
0: yet he freaking cursed me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're just, you're just on the docket of people. That the prosecutor has to deal with, right? He's just got curses lined up. Let's screw <laughs>
0: this guy over. Let's screw this guy over. What? Do, I'm pretty sure that's me? a
1: prosecutor's job, right? Is just like, make sure everyone gets it as bad as they can get it. Um Wow. And, the, I've and never then the heard defense attorney is way. supposed to do the opposite. The, the then, prosecutor gives out law-based curses. He, yeah. I mean, when you Son think about it, a that's... Gun. Right because like you and I have both watched a ton of lawyer shows, right? We've watched Boston Legal especially, uh Better Call Saul Better Call obviously. Saul. Um, you know, it's always this game of the prosecutor wants to put them away and give them as many charges as they can, whereas the defense wants to get away with as much as they can, right? And right. and this is all by design. Okay? So, uh, the only thing is where where they really make deals is where they can both win. So, that's where mm. a lot of these like sort of plea deal ideas come from. Cause, oh you know, my
0: God. How yeah. did this turn into like an urban freaking uh, <laughs> legend crime drama? Like, oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. This is, this mean, is
0: like uh, making me think of um, the freaking departed. <laughs> the friggin' department. Yeah. Jack Nicholson and Matt Damon and uh I think Ben Affleck was in it too. I didn't see that one. Oh God, go watch it, man. It yeah. it's freaking intense. Uh there it's you know, it's a, a Boston crime drama. Uh, I think, of course it's Boston. In the in, uh, in well, yeah, Damon and Affleck. Damon and Affleck it yeah. would be. Um it's it is super super intense. Um and and it does have some of these uh like characters that are deep cover in these uh crime organization families and stuff and it it gets gets freaking gnarly. Also there's a Dropkick Murphys song in the soundtrack that's Oh
1: nice. awesome. Yeah. That's it's pretty
0: shipping great. Shipping up to Boston, baby.
1: Uh, that does make sense. It it sure does. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps a little on the nose, but uh, no complaints. Very appropriate. No no complaints for dropkick Murphys. Nope. All right. Let's see what else we got. <laughs> that's it, man. That's that's pretty much it. Now the only other thing is that the um, the box set comes with a notebook, and mm. uh, and it gives you like the little template outlines. Um, and I'll, I'll just take a quick look at it. Um, by the way, the the box design itself, when you open it up, like there's parts that kind of like swivel out and it's really yeah, cool. And, and it even has some extra space that there's nothing filling that space. And which is actually great because you can put other stuff in there. So I've which got is like what you do with empty spaces. <laughs> well, like so you can put your dice in there. You could put, you know, uh, yeah. Like, other cards, golf you know, pencils, golf pencils. Absolutely. You know, not whole pencils. It's drugs, it's all much. the drugs you want to put in there. You can put in there. We at yeah.
0: Inspiration
1: Point. <laughs> Here we go. Do
0: not advocate putting.
1: Well, I mean, I guess it could be like Advil. So um, in the <laughs> in the thing, it, it shows the card spread and then how you kind of fill in. Everything And then below that, it has like a little quick character card. So it has stuff like name, race, age, background, personality, ideals, flaws, and physical description. So you hmm. could go through and you could write out, you know, just kind of flesh out based on what you have to begin with. Gotcha. And what I would say is don't feel like you have to adhere to everything you draw like it's the gospel truth. I mean, we're just making crap up, right? Yeah, if, there's another Hercules reference. <laughs> that is true. It, and that's the gospel truth. Um, we also have, uh, then there's like a second page right next to it. And what I really like about that is that, you know, what, whenever you open it, you're seeing left to right one one full character. So mm-hmm. then it has like a little equipment list. And then there's a little square for you to draw a portrait if you want to. And then there's uh, a few lines here for bio, right? So you can just kind of write out the story in a, in a sort of brief way. Um, Interesting. furthermore, the cards can also be arranged to create a storyline. And it's, it's actually a much, uh, more simple process and the other half of the notebook here are for those for you to put together scenarios. So that's really cool too and uh so anyway i not only is this fun to look at and use but i think it's a pretty useful little tool it was um,
0: it was really great i mean thank you for running me through it this uh absolutely i feel like <laughs> it is interesting how this came together in a way that actually wound up fitting a a very tropey kind of story like, you know, this street kid who's down on his luck gets taken in by somebody who doesn't actually have his best interests at heart mm-hmm. and, you know, gets into a sticky situation. You get somebody who's, you know, maybe been around the block a time or two who can help him out. And in, and doing he's in so, a race
1: against time.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, man, how many, how many how stories many, are about
0: that? Yeah summer blockbuster material right there it baby. really
1: it really is but i mean what i think is really interesting is you know we only had to pull you know like 10 cards like maybe yeah i think it was about 10 roughly that we drew right. you know this is not a ton of stuff and then we rolled no. the die a couple of times so in a in a very what i really like about that is that that's elegant that's elegant design Because it does a lot with very little, right? Right. It's very efficient, and so um, I'm very impressed with it. and And it's fun to do. I was thinking about um, with my next campaign is running all my players through it, and um, at least as a starting point, you know. And if they if they hate what they got, they don't have to do it, you know. But it might be a fun exercise. I think it would
0: be really interesting to. To try um, it, similar to kind of how fate does it, where you try to do it in such a way where everybody's doing it at the same time and right, you're yeah. looking for ways to tie different people's cards to one another. Oh, so, that would be a nice you know, addendum. You know, my, the, cause that spiritual advisor could, is once that card gets flipped, they're an entity that now exists in the world. And there's no reason that, that that couldn't be a player or that, 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 that entity couldn't be a
1: bond to multiple people. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no reason why every single card drawn other than the central character has to be an NPC, right? Yeah. And, or they could be an NPC that are connected, like you said, to other players as well. And that's really cool. I mean, heck, that's a that's a great idea. Think about this: you've got, say, we've got
0: the um, the spiritual advisor. You put them on the table, and then you flip you flip a card for the uh, how we kind of elaborated on it, where we got like, what's the relationship or feeling between the character and that advisor, and we got hated. On this one, what if you have the spiritual advisor as a bond to the entire group, but you flip a different relationship card for relating to that spiritual advisor to each of the PCs? So like, what's your relationship to this advisor? What's Mm. your relationship? So everyone's pointing to him, but in different ways.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I love that guy. I love... Uh, oh, Bill. Bill's great. Dude, I hate Bill. Freaking Who's screw Bill, again? Bill. Who's Bill again? I
0: don't know Bill. Uh, oh, yeah. He's the guy with the face, right? The guy with the <laughs> face and with the thing, with the stuff. and the. Yeah. Oh, man. And you could totally do
1: that with the Benefactor, guys, key, too. I'm in love with Bill. I've been <laughs> seeing Bill on the slide for years. Bill is, you guys... <laughs> You guys don't
0: know how deep his heart truly goes. Oh, the my truth God. is,
1: we're both Bayou Barbarians. <laughs> oh.
0: bum, bum, bum. Twang, twang, twang. <laughs> 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 Wig-a-ding, ding, 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 ding.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, deliverance. Not a comedy, but is it? all right so that's one i've that that's
0: one i've uh avoided avoided i've heard just i've heard enough things where it's like (laughs) that that doesn't necessarily sound like
1: a great time it's definitely not a feel-good movie let's say (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness it's not about a boy and his dog (laughs) um Mm. so well, that, that's about it, I guess. Um, we've been running for uh, an hour and a half, so I would say that that makes a show, my dude. It certainly does. Uh, and we
0: hope that all of you out there enjoyed said show. Um, and if you did, or if you just enjoy us, or uh, are really happy that we introduced you to Fathom because it is a super-duper cool tool, Um Ooh, that was like two rhymes back to back. I like that. Uh, head on over to Patreon.com. Um, um, head on over to Patreon.com <laughs> slash inspiration point, check out the different tiers and support the show, help us keep doing what we love doing. And, uh, as we said at the very beginning, putting a little more inspiration out into the world because, you know, that's our calling, um, well, true. you know, I, I mean, I don't know if it's a calling, if you just, uh, deliberately just decide to do something, but you know, we'll, we'll call it our calling, uh, cause we're that's in a call our- right now. And I say, this is your life. <laughs> yeah. See, we have the power now, to do now that. It's official. And so do you guys, um, you know, parting thoughts, think about cool ways, try using some interesting tools. For character creation doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out and drop like 100, 150 bucks on something crazy and custom. There are all kinds of neat generators out there and things. And you could also... Spectacular (laughs) settlements. Just to name one. um, Incidentally, you could even just think about the categories that Adam presented here. Character personality, origin, background, two bonds that are people, and then the relationship or feeling shared to that person by your character, a mark from the past, so something lasting that stuck with them, and think about why that happened and who caused it. The impetus, which how would you describe the impetus? Something um,
1: It's the, the inciting incident. It is therefore I am on a quest to what is my motivation? What oh. is my motivation for in our, out? In yeah. our case, it's dealing with the curse. What is right? imperative that I do?
0: Yeah. So you can think about all those different categories and you don't need cards to answer those. So you could even use that as just a neat way of, quickly trying to come up with a character backstory. So there you go. They do be pretty, though. They do be pretty, though. And um, so, yeah, have some fun with that and come up with some cool characters. And uh, if you join at the Patreon, you can hop on our Discord and tell us about it because we'd love to hear. Mm -hmm. And until next time, stay inspired. Uh, Bye! Bye -bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And... Oh no! Oh no! It's a profanity throwback! Oh.